Hi, I'm Pam Stone and welcome to Natural Health Simplified, where we help you cut through the noise and provide simple, science-based strategies to help you live a healthy life. Now, most of us would probably say that we do aspire to good health and healthier eating. And we'd probably agree that the concept food as medicine is an appealing idea. But really, what does that mean? And how could that help our immune system? And how do we do it anyway? Well, to explore this fascinating area, I've got Leslie Braun here today. Now, Leslie is director of Blackmore's Institute and a best-selling author. Hello, Leslie. Welcome back. Hi, Pam. How are you? Good, good. Now, it's really great to be catching up with you. And I'm going to, again, cut to the chase and ask, can food really be medicine? And if so, how can we add some immune power to our meals? Oh, look, this is a fascinating topic. We could talk about this for hours, but we won't because this is snack size information. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, look, like any fighting force, our immune system warriors need good, regular nourishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's well known that diet and nutrition have got significant impacts on the immune system function. And in fact, there's a two-way connection. Mm. And, and that, that means that our nutrition can affect our immune function, but also a change in our immune function, for example, like when we're unwell, can mm. actually affect their nutrient status. So mm. it works both ways. Oh, that's interesting. How does, well, give me some examples of that. How does that work? Well, um, for example, I know we hear a lot of uh, talk about superfoods. Now, mm. just to be clear, there's no scientifically based or regulated addition, a definition for a superfood. Mm. But I guess I would describe a superfood, if there is such a thing, is just a food that's got a lot of desirable nutrients. Mm. So it's really nutritionally dense. Okay. Um, you know, like, for example, we know that zinc is really important for the immune system, so zinc-rich foods are going to be really important to keep our immune function working in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. But we also know that as we become unwell, we start to use up more nutrients. Ah, so I, I love that idea of that two-way synergy, or if that's the word, or the connection between food and the immune system. So that certainly reinforces the importance of starting off with a good diet. And we'll put that superfood label aside for now. Good to have Mm -hmm. gotten onto that. That's one kind of fad label, if you like, that we don't really need to to take anywhere. So that's good. So we we need to focus on achieving variety probably fresh whole foods. Can you give us some examples of what, what you mean? What nutrients are we looking for? Where where are we finding them in our food? Well, look, some of the key immune-enhancing nutrients are vitamins A, the B group, vitamin C, even vitamin E mm. um, and D. So there's a whole range of nutrients that we know are really important for you know, good immune function. Mm-hmm. So, um, in fact, an easy way to remember it is uh, – Eat your ABCs. Oh, good. Okay. So, <laughs> so, for example, A, things like almonds. We know almonds are really high in vitamin E. It's a fat-soluble vitamin, mm-hmm. and we know it's really important for the body. Mm. Um, and they're a great snack to have on hand. Thinking with all nuts is just to have enough, not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, almonds would be your A. And maybe we can of, eat our almonds with ap- with an apple because I reckon that's probably good for us as well. Apples are good too, yeah, particularly okay. if they're in season. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Mm. 
Um, B would be for berries. And, mm. in fact, again, eat a colour full of, you know, colour, lots of colours of berries, blueberries, mm. raspberries, blackberries, you know, strawberries. All of those things are high in something called anthocyanins. Mm. And it's the anthocyanins signs that give the berries their colour, but also they're really strong antioxidants. Mm. Um, and they often have a lot of um, vitamin C and other things in there as well. But with berries, you know, fresh is best, um, but you can have frozen berries. I have frozen berries nearly every day. I love them. Mm. Um, and you can add them to smoothies, juices, desserts. Um, how I have my, my berries is I actually put a bit of natural yogurt on the top mm. and just a little sprinkle of muesli, and, and that's my go-to snack. Oh, yum. <laughs> um, Sounds great. Be not not just berries, but broccoli, Brussels sprouts oh, as well. Right. So they're really rich in vitamin C and other antioxidants. Okay. So um, B. Then when it comes to C, two things here. You've got citrus fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know they've got a lot of antioxidants in there and vitamin C is really important for immune system function. Mm-hmm. So citrus fruits. And then you've got your vegetable seeds like cauliflower. Ah, um, yes, I mean, of course. Yep. The way you can cook cauliflower, you can do so much with cauliflower. It's one of those wonderful, versatile vegetables. I like cauliflower does, too. I grate it and have it as, as a rice substitute as well, which is oh, quite good. <laughs> that's a good idea, actually. It's really good. It, then you're getting all that vitamin C, you're getting antioxidants, choline. Mm. You're actually getting a whole lot of nutrients that way. That's oh, really good. smart, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm on the right track. That's good. Mm. Oh, this is sounding excellent. So colour is sounding like a real signpost for all those wonderful immune-enhancing nutrients that diet can offer so, and it sounds like you've pr- pretty much covered the rainbow there in all those in all those mm. colours, and that's really simply what we should be looking at, I suppose, and that'll give us the nutrients that we need. Now, I've also heard that the way you cook your food can be just as important as what you cook. I think I've heard you say that before. So, yeah, look, it, it's actually spot on. It's 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 buying your food in season. It's how you store your food and how you cook it. Mm-hmm. All of those things can affect the nutritional value of your food. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might be eating two fruits and five vegetables every day. And I, I've even heard a statistic that you're meant to have 30 different kinds of fruit and vegetables in a week. Right. Um, yeah. You know, so broad, lots of colours, big ranges. But if you cook things too much, Mm. so for example, with vitamin C, which is really sensitive to heat and light, if you cook things up too much, you can lose up to 100% of the vitamin C in your food. And um, it it can be the same for other vitamins. Most of them, you don't lose 100%, but you can lose some. So cooking is really, really important. Yeah. So that makes sense. So that's a really good tip. Now, I'm not quite sure where the fat comes into this discussion, but I've heard that there are good fats and bad fats. So are there any fats which are important for a healthy immune function? Well, we've just talked about the fact that vitamin A and D are really important as well as vitamin Mm -hmm. E. Mm -hmm. So those are fats. And the thing about fats are they do get stored, these fat-soluble vitamins do get stored in the body for a little period of time, which is really helpful. So it means that when your body has to mount an immune response, for example, you've got these stores in there that you can draw from when you need them. So that's great. Um, And in terms of the best places to get them from, that would be nuts and seeds, Mm -hmm. um, also avocado Uh and and um, even, you know, things like cod liver oil, great source of vitamin A and D. Right, yes. And and, and some of the grass-fed animal products, great right. sources as well. Oh, excellent. All right, so that's good. So we've rounded out our diet now, I think. <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually also wanted to ask you your views about probiotics because they do get talked up a bit and, you know, they're a bit trendy at the moment. They get promoted for a lot of things. But what about their immune benefit? 
You know, it's such a fascinating area of probiotics. In fact, the whole area of microbiome is really interesting. Mm. Um, Probiotic, it's really just derived from the Greek word and it means for life. Mm -hmm. So probiotics are live microorganisms and we find them in our gut, but we actually find these microorganisms all over, you know, Mm. skin, even in our lungs, um, inside our gut. You find them everywhere and it's basically all the different colonies and communities of these probiotics that are sitting on your skin or inside you mm. um, that we that form the microbiome. Right, and there's okay. been a lot of work on them, you know, probiotics uh, taking particular strains or having more strains than others in your diet can change the way that your microbiome looks and the way that it actually functions as well. Mm. And there's been quite a lot of work showing that some probiotics can reduce some of the symptoms of respiratory tract infections, for example, and a lot of them do work through immune function. Oh, that is that is interesting because I can see how probiotics can benefit digestive function and they're often recommended for that. But where that link is that connects it to the immune system, I, I wasn't quite sure about that. So what do we know about ha- how they work on the immune system? Yeah, look, it, it, it's really, it's, a, it's an interesting fact, but 70% of our body's immune cells are actually found in our, in our digestive tract. Ah, there so you go. 70%. Yep. So in fact, supporting a healthy immune function is one of those functions that our gut microbiota is involved with. So it's, that's, that's one of the, the key links, I guess. Uh, yes, it sounds like probiotics definitely have a role to play there. So where should we get them? Is, like I have my dollop of yogurt in the morning, is that enough or where do we get at these probiotics? Well, essentially anything that's fermented will have some level of probiotic in there. So I know in Europe, things like sauerkraut, for example, are really popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's kombucha as well that you can find a lot of mm. and natural yogurts. But it's like everything. In order to get that therapeutic effect, you need to have enough. Okay. Um, you know, and some yogurts have got a lot of sugar in them and not mm. that much of a probiotic load. So you've really got to read the label. You do, yes, um, yes. I know yeah. at our house um, we do have supplements, again, sitting in our kitchen cabinet for when we need it mm-hmm. because sometimes just having that amount of dairy is just difficult. Well, that's true as well, isn't it? So, And is it true that do we need to be getting these these probiotics every single day or just occasionally or what's the best approach there? <laughs> I think it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, you know, if you've got digestive problems, then you'd obviously be wanting to use them on a regular basis. Um, but also, if you're looking at it specifically for immune function support, then it might be something you just look at over that period of time. Right. So from Easter moving through to winter, um, just to build up that, you know, that that healthy microbiome in a way that's going to help you. It's so interesting. Uh, what I'm loving is this connection be- also between different body systems, if you like, and the fact that they don't operate in isolation. They, they, they're all connected. The immune system, the gut, other systems, no doubt, all are all working together. So that sounds uh, it's very interesting. So we've covered a lot of ground today in this topic. Is there anything else that you'd like to say? And, and in particular, to finish off with your top tips. Yeah, sure. Look, one of the things that often people forget about something which I call a vitamin robber. Ah, yes, okay. So so what are the vitamin robbers? Um, Look, this is really, you know, excess alcohol, excess Mm. sugar, refined foods like white flour products, white rice, you know, processed foods. And why I call them vitamin robbers is because it's really easy to fill yourself up with those things Mm. instead of highly nutritious foods. So there's that. But also we know that sometimes, you know, excessive alcohol, for example, can make you um, 
not have the best choices of food, I mm-hmm. think, can right. affect your, yeah. your decision-making when mm-hmm. it comes to good food. And really, they do take the place of nutritious food that could be in your diet instead. So I'd watch for those things as well. But, you know, it's com- it can be really complicated, um, you know, so what I'm going to do is really simplify it for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that is when you think about eating for a healthy immune function, Best to think about the ABCs, so things like almonds and apples, you know, bees, berries and broccoli, mm-hmm. C, citrus and cauliflower, for example. Um, healthy fats, yep. so they're also really important because of vitamins A, D and E. So that can be nuts, that can be avocados, for example, you know, even some fish can be very beneficial there. The way we cook our food is also really important. And lastly, probiotics, you know, Mm. absolutely important. Great. Makes a big difference, you know, the way our microbiome can work and help us. Oh, fabulous. And watch out for those vitamin robbers, if I may say. I like the the, the sound of them. We better be alert for them. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, Leslie. It's been just great breaking this topic down into, gosh, dare I say it, digestible bites and with simple (laughs) steps that are easy to follow and to adopt. So thank you so much for coming and talking to us today, Leslie. Oh, my absolute pleasure, Pam. You're actually making me hungry now. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Natural Health Simplified, powered by Blackmore's Institute. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, you can find this episode's links in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch at info at blackmoresinstitute.org. I'm Pam Stone. Thanks for listening.